Antarctica is breaking. Hasn't it been breaking? Yeah, it did again. Fabulous. Yeah. Is it like floating down my Nova Scotia? Antarctica. Oh, right. <laughs> so chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Where's my pen? I think I probably stole like 10 pens this week by accident, as usual. I mean, you were at a conference. Yeah. I'm sure they were giving away pens. <laughs> yeah, everywhere you went. There was like Opal, I guess, which is like some furniture company of sorts. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was like everywhere you went, there was like these pens. So now I have a whole collection of them. I'm going to take that pen away from you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like a child. Can of nice things. Hey everyone, this is Roger. And this is Allie, and you're listening to the Work Week Wrap Up. At the end of each week, we're going to get together, talk about what we did during the week, some news, and anything we found interesting. So, last week we didn't get to record. No, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Not that our very few followers probably at <laughs> this moment. No, no. Care. Nobody probably noticed. Yeah. Uh, but that's clearly not the goal. No. The goal was to record every week. Yes. So um, so last week I had to go down to Boston. Sure. Um, to go see an endocrinologist specialist. Um, and of course, my mother, who sometimes forgets that I'm 27 years old, um, I basically let her come because if I didn't, she probably would have annoyed me about it even more. Hmm. When my brother, um, my brother recently had some health stuff going on, and every time I talked to my mom on the phone, she would just go on and on about, like, I don't know why he doesn't do this, and da da da, and this and that. And I was just like, because he's 30? Like, yeah, really? I mean, I'm he can like, make his own decisions. Yeah. I'm like, he lives in Brooklyn. He's not going to, like, go out to Jersey for, you know, a doctor right. just so you can come. Um, but she literally was just pissed at him for her not being involved. And I was like, Mom, he's very independent. Like, you have to let him do his own thing. And she's having a hard time letting go with something. So I let her come. Okay. So she drove up from Jersey. Yeah, to Boston. And she got a hotel for us. So Thursday night we went down. Um, well, I went down. She went up. And um, stayed the night. And it was actually really funny because when the minute I got there... Um, Anytime I get into a hotel, I do a bed bug check. Okay. Yeah, so, because bed bugs are a thing. Sure. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yes. Better believe me. I'm not arguing that you should. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think to take the time to do that. But. Yeah. No, I do. I, I get really weary about it. Okay. Um, so, my mom's, like, laying on the bed, and I'm, like, taking off all the sheets and looking at the mattress and everything, and she's just, like, thinking I'm crazy, and I'm like, you'll thank me one day when you don't have a bed bug infestation. That's right. Because <laughs> it costs about, like, $3,000 to do a heat treatment. Yeah. It's insane. That's why I probably don't think about it too much, because I don't want to even... Think about paying $3,000. Yeah, right. I don't want to have to think about paying $3,000 like... then. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so that's why I wasn't around. I had to go to the doctor. Yeah. And um, so you came back Friday night? Yes, I yeah. came back Friday night. I had to beat the 
Ugh, the traffic in Boston. So, I mean, like, I grew up in Jersey, New York, and, I mean, Jersey is the most densely populated state in the nation, sure. so yeah. traffic, no matter what. Right. Like, yeah. 4 o'clock to 6.30, no matter what highway on, you're on, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and I grew up like that, and I was fine with that, and moving up north, you know, New Hampshire and Maine, I love the fact that if I had to go to Portland, it was an hour... But it was an actual hour of the distance, not an hour to go 10 miles right, on right. the highway because it's dead stop. Um, so Boston now stresses me out so much. I can see that. Yeah. Because it's not like New York drivers where they're just like, you know, bob and weave. But they more or less have that down. Like Boston drivers do that, but just don't give a fuck. They just are like... Whoops, if you're there, sucks to be you. <laughs> yes, yes. I think they're a little more reckless. Yeah. I think that's why they call them mass holes, right? Mass hole drivers. Yes, I would totally agree with that. Like, and New Yorkers don't have a nickname like that. No, no. Having grown up in Connecticut, close to New York, I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of traffic. Um, and it doesn't bother me. Um, I guess I'm just still used to it because mm. I see it every now and then. But when my wife and I go down to Rhode Island, which is where her family lives, she will only drive as far as the New Hampshire, Massachusetts border. Yeah. And I have to drive the rest of the way. So This stresses her out, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. She will not drive in Boston. I mean, like, I'm a great driver. I've been in one accident. It was when I, like, first got my license. And it wasn't really my fault. Mm. It was, like, the old lady's fault. At least I like to think that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've really... Yourself yeah. that. <laughs> but I really haven't gotten in any accidents. I'm a very defensive driver. You know, as, as much as I tailgate and everything at the same time, and I am defensive. So, okay. um, but I just, uh, it's like they all tailgate and then they just abruptly stop. Yes. So then it scares the shit out of you. Uh, it's like your yep. life flashes before your eyes. You just got to sit back, keep your distance, and if people swerve in front of you, let them go. See, like, but I can't do that. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't let that space, because, like, out of, like, the Jersey New Yorker in me, you, like, mm -mm, no. If somebody has that space in front of you, you are honking your horn, like, what the F, dude? You're just letting five people in ahead of you. It just, you don't let it happen. I know I'm causing some of this issue to myself. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, but it was, it was a good weekend last weekend, either way, because once I got back. The next day, we had a fun game night at your yeah. place. And so the next day was International Tabletop Day. Was it actually? Yeah. Is that why we chose that day? Yeah. Oh, wow. Glad I was aware of that. <laughs> okay. I mean, at least I was. Yeah. So. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So you and um, John, you and John, my came ginger up. boyfriend. Yeah. Ginger Englishman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We went up. We played a lot of games. We did. We played what, five, five games. Well, so we started with Flux. Yeah, which I hadn't played. I like the I like the space one. John and I were looking at a bunch of different versions afterwards, and I think that seemed like the most popular one. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. So that was cool. That's the one I was introduced on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it was fun. It was fast paced, um, and easy more or less. Yeah. Um, and then we played Concept. Was that next? Yeah, we played because then Bree came home. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, so we played Concept. So it was your first time playing Concept. Yes. So did you I like mean, it? I was familiar with it, but yes, it was the first time playing it. I thought it was good. I think I understand why you guys said the rules were a little ambiguous in mm. terms of scoring and, and whatnot, because they are. There's no, like, set rules. So I guess right. you kind of have to set your own rules. 
Yeah, and I think it depends on the players, you yeah. know, like, you know, when we play with some of, like, his science people, that they just get things like that a lot of times. And sure. I, it's just how their brain works, right? right. And yeah. then there's other times where we play with other people, and, you know, they're a little bit slower, like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think at the end of the day, it just, it, it really depends on like the name, how well you can figure out concepts and connect the dots yeah. in your head. Yep. Um, but yeah, I always have a good time playing it. And it's fun. Like, John and I are really bored at night, you know, and we're like, oh, we can watch a movie or something. Like, he and I can just play it. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, and it kills time, and it's kind of fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I liked how you and I kept connecting the dots, and then Brie would jump in with the answer. <laughs> she doubted herself. <laughs> the whole time, she's like, I'm going to be terrible at this. And yeah. then she kept winning. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, 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 you're just sneaky, Brie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how she claims you are, yes. which you were. What was that, in Munchkin? Yes. Yeah, so then we played Munchkin, the Nightmare Before Christmas version. Right. Which and I loved. And it's we got it because Brie loves the movie. Right, which is correct. Sure. Yes, <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. Um, but no, I only won that game because you took pity on me in one round and catapulted me to tie everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll allow the friend card to <laughs> bias me anymore in that game. You <laughs> can't. can't. Yeah. Well, like, anytime I play a competitive game, though, with John there, whether there's other people or not, my main goal is to beat John. Sure. Like, I don't care about the other people. That's Bruce goal with me. Yeah. Like, as long as I beat him, the world is okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, so, was, that was good, though. If for those that don't know, you played a level ten, and I got to level ten, but the rest of you were all at level nine. Yeah, we were all right there. Yeah, it was a really close game. So, um, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. I tried to, I looked it up, and it's so cheap. The the Nightmare Before Christmas version, it was like sixteen bucks on Amazon. Yeah, they're all about that price. Yeah, on Amazon. in so, the stores, I think they're twenty five, but on, yeah. online you can get them for less. Yeah, so I told John, I was like, he he doesn't really like Nightmare Before Christmas because he's never seen it. So he's like, oh, it didn't make sense to me. I know, he kept calling the cards by the wrong thing. Yeah. So um, so I said, well, it's so cheap, and I love Nightmare, because it was my first VHS as a young child. So um, we were trying to look at other Munchkins versions, and there wasn't really, like, a lot of ones that were speaking to me, so I don't know. I'm sure we'll get him you'll one have to, that he You'll likes. have to play another one with us, because yeah. we have, like, 13 different versions. <laughs> yeah. People weren't kidding. I've always seen people play it, and I was always like, oh, what is, like, this seems stupid, like... <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. it's just a very basic game when you're looking at it yes. from the outside. And I kind of like games that look like very interactive and stuff. But I'm very judgmental, so <laughs> that's why. Just but, get over yourself. Right. So I really, but I enjoyed that. And then... What did we play after that? I think we just played Dead of Winter, didn't we? Right? Did we? I think so. Or did we do something else in between? Hmm. Oh, yeah, we played Forbidden Island. <gasps> that's right. And Forbidden we lost. Island. Yes. I told you, John and I have never won. It gets we'll hard. Cha- we'll change that. Yeah. I still need to play Forbidden Desert. Yeah, we'll never win that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we played Dead of Winter. Yes. Which we still, in general, have yet to win. Yes, but that's a very difficult game to win. It is. Like, when we introduce people to it, because pretty much every time we play it, it's always with different people that haven't played before. And it's just like, even with cooperation, there is almost just... The decks no are, are stacked against you. There's just yeah. not enough. Uh, the cards aren't flooded enough in the things that you need in order right. to 
meet your goals. Right. You have to basically pick up every card if you want to meet all your goals. Right. But doing that sacrifices the first few rounds, and you could lose in that time. Right. And you have to roll for exposure, which, for people that haven't played this game, Dead of Winter is basically very cool, very, like, well-made game about the zombie apocalypse, and you have a colony of survivors, and there's, like... A pirate and a ninja, (laughs) and then like normal people, like a construction worker and a teacher and whatever. Um, So there, so you get two characters that you start with, and um, they might have like special abilities. But every time that either you want to like search a building for supplies or kill a zombie, you have to roll a dice for exposure. And there was what? So fifty percent chance that something happens to you. Right. Either you get frostbite, you get. Um, a, wound. a wound, or you get bit. And if you get bit, you die. And what happened to us? <laughs> Somebody got bit, and then passed it on to the next person, and then the next person, <laughs> and then the next person. Yeah. It was just, it was a bloodbath. Yes, um, yes. So, we lost four characters in a matter of two minutes. Yeah, Bree goes to, like, check on Kennedy. She comes back, and she's like, what did I miss? Apparently everyone dying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's hard, too, because... The way that it's made is, you know, you have your just uh, round goal, right? Right. Uh, And then you have your overall goal for the game. And it's so hard because you're always going to double up on, like, if you have to have a certain amount of food to win the game. Right. right? Then you pull that, like, right now your crisis is that you need food. Yeah. So it's just, like, you can't catch up. No. Yeah. So, um, but I was glad that we didn't die of starvation. That was like the first time. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Yeah. We tend to get a lot of those random followers and they end up in your colony. Yeah. And then they add up your food cost and yeah. Fucking assholes. Mm. We did. We only got two of those, I think. So we did. Yeah. No, we did pretty well. There was one time we had like 10. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why we would die of starvation. Um, but it just makes me think, uh, in the zombie apocalypse, like if random people were followers, I'd just be like, nope. Nope. I, mean, I can starve. Mm-hmm. So, you know, have you ever done a zombie apocalypse plan? No. Okay. So maybe I'm just weird. No, Brie did one. Okay, good. <laughs> cool. Um, so, <laughs> so like, when I lived in Texas with my, my best friend Brett and I would sometimes randomly talk about, you know, the zombie apocalypse just for fun. We'd be like, where would we go and who would we take and did it and what would everyone's skill be in Brett? Um is really good. He did veterinary work at some, one point, and I'm like, that's pretty much the same thing as people. So, like, you could be our semi-doctor, just like in The Walking Dead, right? Sure. Herschel was a vet. Sure. <laughs> and then he helped everybody. Um, so that would be his role. And um, he's also very handy, so he would, like, build us stuff. And then uh, his fiance Masai, uh, is a fashion designer, so we'd be like, oh, you'd make us clothes and, like, blankets and stuff so we could stay warm during the seasons or whatever. And um, he's really tall, so we were like, oh, and I guess you can reach things for us. Because <laughs> we couldn't think of anything else. The poor man. Did you pick a place to go? Um, so when we were living in El Paso, um, that was the hard part because, you know, one direction, if you go east from El Paso, it's basically desert until you get to, like, either if you went south to San Antonio or north to Dallas. It's like... Nuke towns. I swear to God, it's like when you pass through these areas in Texas that are so rural, it looks like what you would imagine a nuke town to look like. Sure. So, you know, you're just waiting to find, like, some refrigerator, like, bent over, (laughs) just, like, in the dirt randomly. (laughs) Um, 
So, you know, we can't go east when we were living there. So we said, okay, well, we can either go into Mexico, which is probably a bad idea. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, they don't, it's not like the resources are as abundant. So then we were like, oh, well, we can't go all the way west because then we'll have to go through Arizona, which is just a death trap. Yeah. Um, and then so we basically decided we would go north into New Mexico because New Mexico has a lot of resources. So we were like, we would find, like, a hut in Ridoso or something, which is, like, a cute little... Like in this winter ski town, and in the summer, you know, it's like hiking and everything like that. So it's, it's a cute little area. Okay. So we're like, we would kill everybody and just like take over the town and build canopies. That was my thing. We'd build canopies, you know, above the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't know how I would build those, but we would build them. So in Bree's plan, mm-hmm. her and a friend of ours um, found a, there's a town in Maine, mm-hmm. all the way up the coast where Maine and Canada meet. And mm-hmm. there's only one way across. It's a bridge. So and they'd, like, block up the bridge? they blow out the bridge and just live on the island. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a great idea. Well, yeah. I guess I'm going to follow Brie now that I live <laughs> up here. Well, so, um, and I was going to say, so the reason I brought this up was um, whenever I asked somebody, oh, well, what would my role be? And I asked several people in different conversations. They were like, oh, well, you would be the one that would kill the people we don't like. And I was like... What? Like, I was like, I don't own a gun or a, like a machete that I wield every time, like every day in my life. So right. they were just like, yeah, like you know, you're kind of cold like that. Like you oh, could just kill okay. them. And I was like, thanks, okay. Because you're from Jersey. I possibly look <laughs> up shank everybody. I don't know. Yes. Apparently, that's how everyone deep down sees me. I would say not everybody. <laughs> just most people. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be, what was it? Oh, I haven't watched the most recent season of The Walking Dead. I haven't watched any season. So well, you also don't watch Game of Thrones, so there's a lot of issues going on there. Sorry. Actually, this weekend, uh, or this week at the conference we were at, um, which we'll get to, uh, we part of the night we decided we would talk about our all of our coworkers and just like designate who was who. Based on Game of Thrones characters. Oh, okay. It was it was pretty entertaining, but since you don't watch it, I can't. No. When you say coworkers, you mean direct coworkers? And supervisors. Okay. A lot more of the supervisors. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And upper management. We're just like, we're like, this person is Cersei Lannister. And like, because they're cold-hearted, ruthless backstabbers. Um... And then there was, like, the fun-loving kind of upper management that we, we put them on good characters. So, yeah, it was nice. Okay. We tried to be nice. Okay. Fair. Sure. Um, yeah, so that was really fun. I like the game night, so we're going to have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to pick a weekend. Okay. Yeah. I actually talked to some of our coworkers this week at, this week at the conference about the game night. Yeah. And, um, and I found out a lot of them play games, actually. Board games. So I was like, oh, maybe we should have a company, like, board game thing. Yeah, I don't think upper management would go for that. Just do it on our own. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, they wouldn't pay us to do that. No. No. But it would just be fun. There's like a little tournament. Get like the wellness committee to put it together. <laughs> but that would mean upper management would have to approve it. Oh, God. Yeah. Red tape. Have, it would have to be outside of work. Yeah. I realize that I just don't... Well, it's not that I just realize this. One of the reasons I really didn't like one of my old jobs, um, which was for a very large nonprofit <laughs> that will not be named, mm-hmm. um, was because I realized that, you know, their mission is one thing, and then the way that they 
treat their employees is completely different from their mission Hmm. Um, because they've gotten so big that it's just a bureaucracy. Right. And I loathe bureaucracies. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Anyway. So, so otherwise this Mm -hmm. week, what else is going on? Uh, in, in my life or in general? In whatever. Whatever you feel like. Okay. What do you what do you want to talk about? Climate change? Well, yeah. It's every day. Well, yes, yes. A <laughs> um, few months back, uh, they found a new crack in Antarctica that was like dozens of miles long. I forget exactly how long it was, but it was very long. It's a huge crack in Antarctica. Just this week, another 80-mile crack opened up. And like if, into a crevice? Yep. Like, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. it's cracking apart. Um, and if the crack continues, a piece, uh, an iceberg, mm-hmm. will break off and float away, and that piece will be larger than the state of Rhode Island. It's hard for me to think about, because, like, Rhode Island's so tiny compared to Maine and Jersey, New York. <laughs> well, yeah. But that's really fucking But it's big. big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And it would just, like, hang out. Yeah. Think of the penguins. I didn't see any penguins in the pictures. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it makes me think of this episode. Do you watch Futurama? No. Uh, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode with penguins, and they, like, went onto an iceberg that floated away, and then a killer whale went on top of it and ate all of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently that's, that's happening, too. Well, killer whales already eat penguins. No, no. Uh, apparently this week there's been an influx of killer whales killing regular whales. Other whales. What? Out on the Pacific coast. Why? I didn't read the article. I just saw there was an article about it. Um, but it's like it was genocide. Yeah, um, I think it was humpback whales. I could be wrong about that, but they were oh. trying to fight back, and you know, but they're not like carnivores, so they're not eating the killer right. whales. Right. They're just trying to fight them off. Right. I mean, humpback whales are so calm and kind. They just eat their little algae and float along. Yeah. Oh, poor things. Yep. Oh, that makes me so sad. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. I know. It's scary with how much ice is melting. Yes. I was actually talking to a coworker this weekend about um, the rise in Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, just yeah. in general, like on the, all their deltas. Yep. Um, like CNN did a story the other week about they met with this like local pilot and he ended up putting a camera under his plane that he just flies around where he grew up, which is along the deltas. And he actually had, over the last, like, decade, you know, the pictures of how much it's changed. Wow. And, I mean, we see that all the time, like, you know, from satellite images and stuff like yeah. that. But, I mean, it's where he grew up. Like, he even started noticing that and wanted to record it as evidence. Right. That it's, it's real. Yeah. It's, yeah. But not if you ask Congress. No, 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 no. So, what, and, what pictures? Right. <laughs> and, and that was... You know, we talked, what was it, two weeks ago about, you know, the, the climate march and everything, yep. and the science yep. march, and yep. that was one of John's, my ginger boyfriend's, uh, issues, well, in general with politics and science, is that even if there's an overwhelming majority, like climate change, the majority of scientists say that it's real, right? and it is progressing at a higher rate because of human beings yep. <laughs> and, yep. um, Absolutely. and our own fault. And, but when they take one or two scientists 
that don't believe in it, right. they make it seem like it's 50-50 in an argument that isn't. Right. It's because not 50-50. Because they 50/50. hit one against one. Right. But, and but then, it's so, like 97% against three. Right. And, and that's... And I think, unfortunately... I mean, there's so many issues that are involved in this. A, our education system just does not fucking work. You know, people... I mean, John is grading papers for his classes. And I mean, these are freshmen, sophomore, should know how to write mm-hmm. in general. Yep. They're, they can't even write, like, complete sentences. So clearly, like, the, I mean... College level? College level. Oh, my God. That's yeah. sad. Like, he, he looks at it, and he texts me, and he's just like, I'm gonna, like, my head's gonna go through a wall because I these people cannot write. You know, they're 19, 20 years old. They can't fucking write. What kind of majors are they going into that they can't write? I, I mean, any major you need to write, right? To a degree, but I mean... Well, so a lot of them do, like, they're occupational therapists or... Okay. Um... Other types of sciences, um, like speech language pathologists. I mean, OTs and SLPs, like they have to write reports and stuff like that. They have yeah. to have notes. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> they should be able to write, you know, an answer to a question in a complete sentence. Yes. So, so there's that part of it. it's clear the education system has just gone downhill, and right. I think a lot of people are aware of that. Yep. Um, hopefully. So, in my opinion, it's easy for so many Americans to be misguided by appearing on the news that it's 50-50. Right. Right. Which feeds into, oh, well, you know, well, Trump and his guys say that it's, you know, it's not true. And they made a good argument. So that's that's the side I'm picking. That's not how it works. No. It's not. No, there's, there's fact and there's not fact. Or alternative facts. Alternative facts, right, yes. Yes. Yes, alternative facts. Um, I saw a cool poster, actually, with alternative facts. They did, like, um, they broke the word down into three uh, rows and then highlighted L-I-E-S. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Anyway, continue. I was just going to say that the the biggest problem in that is the media and the way that they Mm -hmm. cover topics like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because controversy brings in viewership, so it's good for their ratings. Right. As opposed to actually presenting the correct information that people need to know. Oh, like Fox News? Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. Um, well, for once, I'm fairly happy with Fox News because they apparently can't hire somebody that won't sexually assault somebody. Mm. So they're just getting all kind of discredit, so that's fine with me. Um but um, did you actually, did you watch the video of the keynote from the um, the correspondence dinner? No. So it was actually um, an Indian American uh, immigrant. His parents immigrated okay. into the United States. Sure. And, um, he's on Comedy Central. Uh, he made a great speech, and he, he actually made jokes pretty much about all the major, you know, Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, and he made a good point that, you know, everyone needs to be on their A-game. Like, you can't pull this stupid shit with making comments that can't be proven by bringing on scientists to oppose ideas that are dramatically agreed upon to be true. Like, and it was actually, so I really suggest anyone that hasn't watched that find that clip because it's about, like, 20 minutes if you listen to the whole thing. And it's hilarious. Um... I'll have time tomorrow before my family wakes up, so sure. Good, yeah, watch it. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, so that that was kind of nice, though, that the correspondence dinner... I'm glad Trump wasn't there. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it if he's making that kind of comment, then either that would have been really bad if Trump was there, or he probably would have backed off some if Trump was there. Oh, I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. I mean, Trump needs to be put in his place, in my opinion, but... Well... And he is being, by a lot of people. A lot of people are telling him, like, you're a fucking idiot. Well, yes. <laughs> we, we know he is. I mean, clearly, his State Department, again, for the second time, promoted a Trump business. They promoted... A, they retweeted a promotion from Ivanka Trump's own Twitter. Right. Promoting her new book. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Second time. Yeah. Because they did her clothing time. line, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, apparently, the own fucking United States Department <laughs> cannot get it through their head, these code of ethics about yeah. how you are not supposed to use your own position <laughs> to impact somebody's business. Right. <laughs> uh, but, I amazing. mean, that's, that's a politics code of ethics. Mm. And our president is not a politician. He's a businessman. Right. And so that's a completely different code of ethics. And what... That, if he has one. Well, yes, but that promotion type thing yeah. is widely done in business, whereas yeah. it's not done in politics. Right. And so he's being a businessman, which is not what he needs to be. He needs to be a politician and a president. Right. Right. Exactly. He, if he, you know, I still won't say the P word before his name. No. <laughs> I refuse. I will only say Trump. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I will I, until the day that I somehow gain a tiny amount of respect for him, then maybe I will use the P word even Do you after. Think that's actually going to happen? <sighs> Not at this rate. Yeah. Not at this rate. I mean, he just, I mean, so he passed this week the Religious Liberty Act, which yep. allows more agencies to um, discriminate against LGBT yep. in housing, employment, healthcare, pretty much everything. Yep. <laughs> um... So that's really sad. Yes. We both know a lot of people on the LGBT spectrum. Yep. And I just, it's just, it's amazing how much hate is in the world. I don't like when people hide behind religious values because at the end of the day, you know, whether you're Christian, Catholic, you know, you're Muslim, whatever, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they all teach that you should be true to your own God, right? Right. You should have faith. Yep. And that you should love each other because... Right. You love God and God loves you. Right. Whoever your God is, right? Sure, yeah. So at the end of the day, like, that is religion. It's giving you hope. Right. Right? That something bigger is a part of all of you. Right. And it interconnects people. Right. So it, it just constantly bewilders me that people hide behind religion, you know, as a reason to spread hate and discrimination. They, they take it at too much of a face value almost where mm. you know their religion says you shouldn't do those things and right. so they try and enforce it upon everybody right whereas if you're following that religion and you want to follow it to a t then don't do those things mm. but you're still also supposed to love everybody exactly like don't push your views if you don't like what somebody's doing with your life a let it go yeah sing the song yeah. <laughs> let it go <laughs> um and be like, go live in like a freaking religious commune where that stuff won't bother you. You right. know, if, yeah. if you want to be that kind of person that you let everybody else's choices affect you to that extent, like, first of all, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Second, get some help. Yeah, get some help. <laughs> seriously. I, I just, yeah, I, I can't imagine it. So it just makes me really sad. And I really hope for all of the people we know that 
hopefully they won't be discriminated against, but I... Yes. Even without that law, they were being discriminated against. That's true, against, yes. So. Now it's just going to be easier. <sighs> yeah. Which is very unfortunate. Yeah. So, the other big political yes, news... Yes, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the AHCA passed yeah. through the House of Representatives. By, and it was only by a few votes. Yes, it was, it was very, very about close. like four or five. It was maybe less than that. I think I saw two seventeen to two thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And four but votes. If there's anything positive that came out of that, mm. the Senate has put the on the slow track, and they're not going to push that through very fast. So they're going yeah. to have an opportunity to fight that. Right. And from the conversations I've heard over the last twenty four hours. <laughs> um, which is scary that it's already blowing up to such an extent. It, people are right now believe that the Senate will block it. That's their feeling. I don't have that much faith in humanity anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I I mean, if people were stupid enough to believe Trump is going to drain the swamp, mm-hmm. then uh, I think they're stupid enough to believe that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could. I wouldn't be surprised if it was such a close vote that it was a fifty-fifty, and and then Pence and would have to. He would have to vote, and of course, he's going to vote for it because, because he's, he's demonic. Done that for everything so far. Yeah. yeah, people don't realize like how evil that man is. Yeah, I mean, just the the things that he's done since becoming vice president. You know, I think the biggest thing has been about how he can't go anywhere without his wife. Right. You know. Yeah. Because basically, more or less. He can't be trusted around women yeah. because, God forbid, a woman wears a skirt. I guess he's going to sexually assault them, um, which is a fairly archaic view in my end. But mm-hmm. um, he's had some very drastic views against abortion, against LGBT communities. He supported conversion therapy yep. very strongly. And he doesn't think that he's evil in all of this. He doesn't think oh, he's no. wrong. He thinks he's 100% Hides right. Hides behind religion. He does. He does. Um, and yeah, so I never want at the, well, at this point, I don't want Trump to be ousted at all because then Pence would become president. There, there are ways it's very difficult, but there is a way that you could oust both the president and the vice president, but then Paul Ryan becomes the president. Oh God, that man. So every time I see a picture of him, he's like smiling and it's just like, Mm, it gives me chills, like as if I was playing with a Ouija board and like, you know, the exorcist was happening, like those kind of chills. Yes. Yeah. okay. Um, he is also just, I don't know if he's evil or that he's just so greedy. I would that, that one. Yeah, that he just will take money from whoever throws it at him and just hide behind that and be like, no, no, I believe this. I, I truly do. Yeah. That million dollar donation... That doesn't mean anything. No. That did not yeah. sway me whatsoever. I, I can totally see that. <clears throat> yeah, I... Yeah, they're all just ridiculous. And so it was really sad. With passing the Health Care Act, the biggest change was to make the Freedom Caucus happy, which are, for people that don't know, extreme conservative Republicans um, who didn't actually vote the first time um, for when they tried to passed the repeal, they voted against the repeal because it didn't take away enough things oh from God. Obamacare. Right. Because the Republicans tried to be, find a bipartisan um, 
you know, repeal option where it left, like, the pre-existing conditions. Um, I'm not, I don't remember if it actually kept, like, you could stay on until you're 26 on your parents. It might have kept that. But the pre-existing conditions was probably the biggest thing. Right. Now, guess what it doesn't have? The pre-existing conditions. Yeah. So, uh... I have at least four. Yeah, I have a few. Um, so let's go through. And just so everyone knows, basically with pre-existing conditions... Healthcare or health insurers can choose what they deem pre-existing from this kind of entire list. Right. So it could, they could exhaust this list. It could be a handful of things depending on your insurer. But it's scary because you don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and it could change at any time. Yep. So let's see. Let's go through. Um, pre-existing conditions, and this is all based by the Kaiser Family Foundation, which is a nonprofit focusing on healthcare research, so they're fairly accurate and well-known, so I trust them very well. Um, so AIDS and HIV, great. Great, that's a a big one. Mm. Um, alcohol or drug abuse with recent treatment, which seems like it should be the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Like, maybe if they aren't having treatment. Yeah. Um, but Even then, that's not good, but no, you're not wrong. But God forbid they're getting into recovery. Let's just fuck them even more. Yep. <laughs> um, then there's Alzheimer's and dementia, which is extremely sad. Yeah. I mean, that Alzheimer's and dementia are just becoming extremely prevalent right now. Right. And how do you, how do you define them? that as a pre-existing condition like could you as the insurance agency say well it was hereditary for you so it's a pre-existing condition even if you haven't developed it yet right that screws a lot of people out right and at the end of the day they could probably pull some shit like that yeah so um oh anorexia um bulimia as well so eating disorders now they will give you more reasons to be sad about the world yeah um arthritis which you have right in your wrists no, tendonitis. Oh, tendonitis. Yeah. Couldn't it turn into arthritis? No. No? Well, that's well, good. Well, I mean, maybe years and years down the road. Right. Okay. But if anything, if it's going to progress in anything right now, it might turn into carpal tunnel. That's scary. Yeah. Either way. But, no, um, I didn't see if tendonitis was on there, but well, I, didn't, let's see. I didn't look that far down the list either. Mm, yeah, it gets pretty sad. Oh, um, next one. Cancer, mm. and it's it's just a blanket like yeah cancer. Yeah. So you know how uh, millions of Americans struggle enough to pay for cancer treatments. Right. Well, now good luck with that. You are going to have to have a second mortgage. Your kids aren't going to college, um, and you are going to die, leaving your family an immense amount of debt. So that's another one. It's like you develop cancer can they they're going to be like well you already had the symptoms or it was hereditary or you right you did it to yourself and therefore right. it's pre-existing and we're not going to cover it right and that's i mean they're going to find every way they can for the big ones right and i mean before obamacare that was happening a lot yeah and that was the whole point of it right um is to allow people not you know whether it's hereditary or they're beginning the symptoms that we're not punishing them. You know, we right. want them to be members of society. Yeah. You know, it's not that, that's the thing that gets me is why do you want your neighbor to die in a sense? Right. You don't want to give them the same opportunity to live a healthy life because you're a greedy fuckhead. Yes. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, um, here's another one that is actually really sad because it's not like, they have any choice generally about this. Uh, well, that's not the case. Sometimes um, you can be born with this. Um, cerebral palsy. Yep. 
And that's extremely sad because everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, that I know with cerebral palsy, I grew up with some kids that had that. I mean, they deserve a quality of life. Yeah. Their quality of life is already hindered. So why are you going to make it even worse? Right. Um, yeah, help them out. Make it not worse. Make it easier for them to be yes. a part of society. And that's a huge thing with disabilities, and I think people always forget that, is no matter what, we haven't built a society for people with disabilities. We make them adjust to us, except for what the law requires. Right. You know? Um, and it should really be the other way around. Yes. We should be more accepting. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So, more sadness there. Um, congestive heart failure. Great. Yeah. Heart disease is one of the largest issues among Americans and yep. cause of death. And the next one is heart disease. No, or that. Or bypass surgery. Oh, good. Yeah, um, Crohn's disease, that's actually really unfortunate because you really can't prevent that. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Yep. Um, diabetes, which is also really sad because maybe if we regulated the FDA a little bit more, or they even regulated and did their own job, right. <laughs> we wouldn't have so much obesity and diabetes. Which obesity is actually also a pre-existing condition. Oh, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, I wonder... My question about obesity part would be if, okay, if I was considered obese now and I lost the weight, would they... Oh, oh absolutely. Would it they would let still, me... No, it'd still be a pretty right. condition. They'd probably say, oh, well, you're more prone to gain that weight back. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, this one actually is makes me really upset um, because my, my best friend from college has this um, epilepsy. That just makes me really angry because I would never want anything to happen to him. Um, he's one of the kindest people I know. So, yeah, that that's pretty messed up in my opinion. Generally, when you get diagnosed with epilepsy, it's either from birth yep. or you had a traumatic brain injury that caused it, and which was in his case. Right. Um, which a uh, traumatic brain injury doesn't sound like a pre-existing condition. Right, it's an accident. It yeah. just happens. And if you're born with it, is that a pre-existing condition? Right. Yeah. Like it's not your fault. Your DNA just came out wrong. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Oh wait, but let's blame your parents because clearly, you know, they have control over the egg and the sperm and the yeah. DNA. Yeah. 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 Um, hemophilia, mm. which is definitely sad because I mean I can't imagine living with hemophilia. If people don't know what that is, I mean it's the um, uh, condition where you bleed out very easily yeah. you can't your blood can't clot i think people know very well from who is it uh the russian prince that had it the that was sorry nicholas's son you know before rasputin no okay maybe you no, run into that I kind of history no, okay well anyway sorry. <laughs> anyway little history lesson there um another one uh hepatitis that's one they don't say which hepatitis it's no, just, just all hepatitis all um which, again, is fairly sad because we've uh, eradicated some forms of hepatitis. Yeah. Um, but and we have vaccines yes. for hepatitis. Yeah. and But a lot of third world countries, they have hepatitis sure. still. Um, so if you think about it, that's probably one that would could theoretically, and you know, I'm theorizing quite greatly here, but, you know, any refugee or, you know, immigrant from African, Arab countries, stuff like that, most likely African countries, um, it's more prevalent um, 
you know, they could come over with hepatitis. Right. Because they didn't have access to the vaccine. Right, yeah. And then they're trying to build a better life in America, the American dream. Oh, but, by the way. Yeah, oh, by the way, you might, we might, you know, want you here so that when you're doing all the work we don't want to do, but we're not going to even pay you enough or give you health care coverage. Right, yeah. Um, so that's great. Um, kidney disease or renal failure, which is really messed up because those are two things that get you onto Medicare. Yes. So if you don't, for medic, for people that don't know, the ways that you get on Medicare is you turn 65 or you've been on disability for at least two years. And also that you've worked at least 10 years in your life. Okay. It doesn't have to yeah. be consecutive. Sure. And that's basically how you get on Medicare. Um, which apparently people think it's just like given to you. It's like, no. There's a method. Yeah. Um, but the only other two ways to get Medicare is uh, also with kidney disease and renal failure. I think there might be one or two other fairly serious health conditions. But the reason that, I mean, the reasoning behind it is because these are fairly fatal conditions. Sure, yeah. So why not get them as much help as they as can? They, right. To die peacefully. Yeah. Or at least live peacefully until right. it happens. Live as long as you can. Yeah. Um, another one, lupus, which is an autoimmune disorder, um, which means you basically have no control over that. Mm. just happens. Yep. Um, mental disorders. So behavioral health disorders, including anxiety, bipolar, depression, OCD, schizophrenia. Fun. Yep. I have one of those. I have one of those. Yeah. A lot of Americans have one of those. Yep. Um, especially anxiety and depression. So good luck with that. Um, multiple sclerosis, um, muscular dystrophy, obesity, as we already said. Oh, this is interesting. Organ transplant. That's a pre-existing condition? It can be, apparently. How so? Um, I guess that you needed the organ transplant <laughs> for some pre-existing condition. Wow. <laughs> so even though you might have got a transplant and now it's fine, you're fine, right? Like, say you had a bad kidney. Sure. Right? Yeah. Get a new kidney. Yeah. No, no, no. You had the kidney replaced, so you're still fucked. Um, wow. Oh, here's a really messed up one, too. Um, paraplegia. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, paralysis. Hmm. Parkinson's disease. Oh, here's an interesting one. Um, pending surgery or hospitalization. Don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. So, okay. All right. Um, there's type of pneumonia. Oh, oh, a great one here. Um, pregnancy or expectant parent, which includes men. How that's a pre-existing condition? I mean, it's the most natural thing in the world to yeah. get pregnant for right. a woman. Um, yeah. But okay, well, and, might and restrict their. I'm, uh, I'm curious as to what the includes men piece is. I mean, right. So yeah, and it says expectant parent. So, right. so maybe that means, oh, you're going to have a kid and they're basically a germ sack, so you're going to get sick when you're taking care of them or something. That's, my, <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> As the father of a three-year-old, I don't know how having a three-year-old was a pre-existing condition before she was born. Oh. I, I don't yeah. get it. Well, okay. Just shame on you. Apparently. Yeah. Um, sleep apnea is one. Another one. Uh, stroke. And the last one right now, um, which is pretty messed up, but goes in hand with the Religious Liberty Act, um, transsexualism. Oh, nice. So we are reverting back 
to that gender identity is a medical condition that is frowned upon and affects you. Isn't there some law about the separation of church and state? There was this one time. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to it? I'm pretty sure know. it was something that was etched in stone, probably like hung up somewhere, but made a statue dedicated to it, I'm sure. But no. no. Yeah. No. Um, I heard, uh, and you look like you're about to, okay, I'm going to let you go through that list. What's that list? So these are other conditions that apparently experts have noted could hike premiums. Okay. So it might yes. be that you're not eligible for coverage, but that you get a really high premium, which... I'm on this list, too. Oh, yeah, me too. I think <laughs> most Americans are, which is crazy. So, you know, say... Go ahead. Kennedy, my three-year-old daughter, is on this list. Oh, yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, here we go. <laughs> More good news. And again, this is not, you know, saying all insurance companies will use all of these, but it's the fact being that you could be at risk, which is scary. Yeah. I mean, why do you have to question, you know, you have to deal with whatever health conditions you already have. Right. Right? Why do we have to add more stress onto people? We won't raise the fucking minimum wage for people to be able to afford premium. Right. <laughs> but we're going to make it harder. Yep. So here we go. All right. Um, acid reflux. Great. Yeah. Acne. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because not everybody goes through that, apparently. Right. Um, asthma. Yep. This one's interesting. C-section. If you get a C-section, giving birth. Okay. I, so it's going to cost you more? Right. So you already have a baby, which costs enough. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can attest to that. Um, celiac disease. For people that don't know what that is, it's because it's not super common, but hipsters apparently all have this. <laughs> it's glucose intolerance. Okay. Um, so that's actually a disease. Yep. Um, hipster just kind of made that a thing. Um, heartburn. <laughs> okay. Like, what? I, okay. Um, high cholesterol. Uh, hysterectomy. Kidney stones. Wait, wait, wait. So they're going to make it more expensive to have a child, but they're also going to make it more expensive to not have a child. Yes. <laughs> wow. That makes a lot of sense. Has the government made a lot of sense lately? No. <laughs> so uh, kidney stones, knee surgery, uh, Lyme disease, which is great for us living up here because yeah. New England is prone to that. Yes, it is. Um, migraines. That runs in my family. Oh, good. Super fun. So that's what I questioned too. Like if... I don't, I'm not diagnosed with migraines because mine are not, you know, it's not like I don't get them every day. I get right. them with weather changes before my period, if I'm really stressed out. Sure. I mean, they're terrible. Yeah. But it, you know, I live my life, but it's, my mom is diagnosed and my grandma is diagnosed. So you know what I mean? Like, does, right. does that count as pre existing condition? Right. Because it's genetic in my family and technically I get migraines. Like, yeah. Like I should be fucked for that. That's not the only thing I'm, I qualify for on no, this list, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, narcolepsy, because you have so much control over that. Right. Um, a pacemaker, so the thing that helps you live... Now costs you more. To, to live, sure. yeah. Um, postpartum depression, that's pretty messed up in my opinion. Um, you know, people always... Actually, I had an interesting conversation about... Someone was trying to tell me that... Uh, men are being discriminated against now because of the feminist movement. And I was like, no. You get all the perks. 
women are discriminated against among yes. plenty of other people in the sure. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just speaking on that note, I mean, this is a clear example of that. Like, postpartum depression is a real thing and it's really serious. It affects a lot of people. It does. And it, there's a stigma attached to it. You know, you're supposed to be this wonderful mother and love your child and, you know, to almost at times loathe your child because you're stuck in this postpartum depression. It's not your fault. No, it's... There's no, you can't control it. Right. Um, you know, it's just really sad. And I'm not a mother, but the fact being that if I decide to have children and then I'm punished for that right. because I <clears throat> might get something because of my hormones... That's discrimination. Yep. And it, people 100%. don't get that. Yeah, people yep. don't get that. It's not, oh, women against men. It's equality. Right. And so many men are just like, no, we'll make that excuse. Like, now it's just you guys are trying to get too much. Uh, oh, that's God. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, here's another fun one. Um, seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> Like, if you live in anywhere but, like, California and Florida... Right, like, yeah. You get seasonal affective to disorder. To some degree, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, seizures, again, like epilepsy or just other related seizures. Um, oh, here. This is in quotes, so I'm not sure about this one, but it says sexual deviation or disorder. So, again, that would be transsexualism. Sure. Um, even though... Being gay isn't on medical list anymore. Maybe they're gonna head back to that, mm. which would be pretty sad. Um, and then the last thing is ulcers, which again, it's not your fault. Yeah. So, I mean, so the high blood pressure, behavioral health, high cholesterol, asthma, chronic lung disease, um, and other joint disorders are the most common types of pre-existing conditions. So. Yeah. If you have one of those, you might be concerned. Yep. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. So, um, actually, there was a statistic that, um, so they estimated how expensive a pre-existing condition could be, and they found that insurers w could charge people with um, a type of cancer as much as $142,000 more for their coverage which is a 3,500% increase as of right now. Yeah. That's just a way to get more money. Right. And, and I think people don't realize, like, what this bill also entails is all the tax cuts yeah. for the billionaires and the millionaires. So it just amazes me. You know, Republicans hide behind the fact that they're, you know, oh, I'm against Obama. He was a terrible person. And we're against everything he did, so we're going to take it away. Whether it does good or not, right. they're going to take it away. And then they're going to just sneak in a couple other things mm -hmm. that help their massive donors, that help Wall Street, that help the 1%. Yep. I just, I, I, I don't have words. Most, I mean, I definitely have words. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm, I'm partially speechless. Do we have anything that's not so depressing to talk about? Yeah, I'm sure we do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, in non-depressing news. Okay. Well, it's kind of depressing for me. Okay. <laughs> um, so, John, the ginger um, Englishman, he, so we're moving in together officially. Congratulations. Thank you. First time I'm moving in with a guy. Um, I used to always say that I would stab him in his sleep. So, this is a um, personal growth. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we're going to move in together. Um, 
I guess July 1st will most likely be when our new lease starts together. Um, so I used to have cats. I used to have fish. Like, I love animals. I feel like, like my house. Yeah, you have two cats, and I love them. They're adorable. Mickey and Allie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're ridiculous. Not named after you. Not named after me. Named before we even met you. Yes. But still. It's a great name. It is. <laughs> um, and we've got two fish tanks, too. Yeah, that's true. Huge fish tanks. Yes. Yeah. With um, some very sexually active <laughs> parents in there. Yeah, I need to get some of those out of there. Yeah. Sell them to a fish store or something. Yeah, yeah. Or we need to find more friends that really like fish. I, there's too many for even that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. There was, like, there was like 20 in the first, and now there's a whole other 20. At least. Or, yeah. Coming out. Crazy. Yeah, so, um, so I told John, I was like, you know, we'll move in together, and we've been talking about what kind of, like, what furniture of mine we'll keep, what furniture of his we'll keep, all that jazz, what kind of look we want to have. <laughs> I've been ar- Recently we've been arguing about uh, whether or not uh, we can put a rug in the living room. Apparently he's very against that. Does he have a reason? Yes, whether it's a legitimate reason. Well, what, is, what is the reason? Okay, so it's a tile floor sure, in okay. the living room, okay. which is great. Super easy to clean. Yeah. Love it. Um, and But the way that that living room is set up, you know, a, a large rug kind of in the center would look great. And also, like, he and I both, like, stretch a lot, foam roll after we work out and everything. So that would be, like, a perfect little spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, well, I like the feel of the tile on my feet when it's hot. I was <laughs> Okay. I mean, like, you can walk around the rug. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. So, there's that. Um, But, yeah. So, he said I couldn't get a cat or a dog or anything that pretty much breathes air. He won't let me get. So, a fish. Yeah. So, well, he was resistant to a fish. But he doesn't breathe air. Right. It creates air, if anything. Right, yeah, and it, and it breathes um, oxygen, but from water, not from right. air. Right, and then it creates little bubbles of air. Yeah, um, yeah I, he kind of agreed to a fish. A fish? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like a beta. Like, basically, he's like, get a beta, goldfish. Oh, my goodness. I had a beta in college until my roommate killed her. and Because I went home for, like, a week and a half to Jersey, mm-hmm. and I was like, are you sure you can take care of the fish? I can give it to somebody else for the week, right? She goes, no, my best friend works at Petco. So she- oh, that's the first <laughs> So it'll be fine. <laughs> and stupid yeah. me, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And this was like the longest fish I've ever had. It was about a year and a half. I was on such a roll, you know. <laughs> um, and literally the day I was, so I drove from Texas to Jersey and then back, which was really fun. Um, and we had just gotten back into Texas, so we were staying, I believe, in Dallas that night. I got a text from my roommate that the fish fucking died. And I was just like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I want to redeem myself, but I don't know if John will let me, so we'll see. Well, Brie used to breed Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Why not anymore? She doesn't like it. Well, so she... We were just breeding them when she was in, I think, high school, mm-hmm. and uh, the town changed some of the minerals in the water and didn't oh. announce it, and it was really bad, and it killed all the minerals. Oh. Because she didn't know to uh, compensate for it. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. Oh. She's so good at that stuff. Yeah, she is. Yeah. That's, that's a really cool town. I always feel like I'm 
don't have that many skills compared to so many other people, you know? Like, niche skills. <laughs> you have other skills. I'm sure. <laughs> Just nothing, like, kind of cool like that, you know? Like, a hobby. I don't really have, like, a hobby. We'll find one for you. Right. <laughs> cat sitting. That's my hobby, there apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cat sit for you guys. I'm going to cat sit for John and I's other friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a summer of cat sitting. I will live vicariously through my friends. Sure. And their cats. Okay. You say so. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that that's my um, other thing going on. Okay. Yeah. Super interesting, I know. Well, I mean... It's somewhat interesting. I have cats, so it's somewhat interesting. And it's good that you have someone to babysit them. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh Apparently. Mm. Because we've actually struggled with that the last few times we've gone out of town. Like to Rhode Island or Connecticut? Yeah, the people that have been watching the cats and the fish haven't done the best job. Mm. I mean, they're still alive. Most of the the fish are still alive. Most of the fish are still alive, but uh, um, the cats are still alive. no, when we went away to visit family for Christmas, um, the person that was watching them um, had to go into our basement, and I was on the phone with her, and I explicitly said, close the door behind you so the cats don't get down there. She didn't close the door. Mm. So they got down to the basement. So I told her where we kept the cat treats so she could lure them out. And then I explicitly told her, put them back because they will tear the bag open, eat them all, <laughs> and vomit everywhere. <laughs> and so when we came home a week later, what do you think I found all over the floor? Was it, like, sp- like spread out, too, like, all over the place? Yeah. Oh, There was, like, fabulous. five or six spots. Yeah. Uh, that's not fun to clean up, either. No. Anyone that has a cat or a dog, like, pets are up, it's just not yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. At least I'd be better than that. I think that was our last bag, and we haven't bought more treats since then, so. It's I'll a, bring I mean, them treats. Okay, sure. I'll bring them catnip. They love catnip. They have they yeah, because they they're cats. No, no, like like they have these little bags that are full of catnip mm-hmm. that they just like chew on and lick and everything. Oh yeah, and Mickey will go freaking nuts and will run laps <laughs> at a hundred miles an hour around the house. I really sometimes wonder if you give a cat catnip, like, are you making them high? Like, is it like giving them cocaine? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> at least at least for Mickey, yes. Yeah. Why Allie just kind of sits there? She, she'll she lick it and sniff it, and then she lies there. And then, like, an hour later, she's So it's she like she just gets stoned, basically. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, an hour later, she's fine. That's hilarious. I think it's funny, though, that she does have pica. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, sad. It is. But funny. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> if people don't know what pica is, do you want to explain it? Uh, she has a, uh, a compulsion to eat string. Or anything. Or, yeah. Really, anything, really. She eats plastic, too. Right. But string in she particular is... She doesn't realize is, that it's not food. Yeah, string in particular is bad for her because it, it gets stuck in mm. her digestive system and then it requires surgery to get it out. Poor kitty. Yeah, not fun. Yeah. We've been we've been trying to be better about making sure we put things away before we leave or right. go to bed or something because Brie sews and so there's thread on the sewing machine. Mm-hmm. So now we have to cover the sewing machine so she can't get to right. it. Right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely sad. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of funny. She's so stupid. <laughs> she is. She's very stupid. The cat, not Brie. <laughs> right, yes, Allie the cat. Not Brie, not Allie the person. Yes. Allie the cat. I mean, yeah. We could argue some other things about me, but, you know, <laughs> we won't do that. Yeah. So what other news happened this week? Um, so I 
we didn't get into this much last episode, but mm-hmm. I am clearly very much into technology and science and whatnot because I work in IT and that's you know what I do. Right. Um, so I've been following Elon Musk mm-hmm. and SpaceX and all the Tesla and all the other companies he's working on. But mm-hmm. SpaceX launched a month ago now. They launched a rocket and successfully landed it. Which they weren't able to do for a very long time. Right, yeah. And so they launched... Oh, and it wasn't just a rocket. It was, a, pre- it was a pre-used rocket, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, for people that don't understand why it's such a big deal, like, you want to explain? Sure. So it costs a ton of money to send something into space. Right. Billions and billions and hundreds of billions of dollars to send stuff in space currently. And then, let's just add in, we keep cutting NASA's budget. Yeah, so right, that too. It's mostly the Russians and the Chinese at this point. Yeah, we have to pay them a lot of money to send one of our guys up there for yeah. us. Um, but SpaceX is, and there are, um, I think Blue Origin is the Jeff Bezos company. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of them, but SpaceX right. has been really pushing the charge and, and leading the way. They are working on reusable rockets so that we can dramatically cut the cost of mm-hmm. going to space. Right. And Elon Musk's. Um, who is the founder of SpaceX, his vision is to colonize Mars by within the next decade. Which supposedly Trump wants to do. I don't believe what he says anyway, so... Right. Although we could just send him to Mars. And nobody else? I mean, like Pence and Paul okay. Ryan. sure, yeah. And, like, the entire Freedom Caucus. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm okay with yeah. that. We'll just be like, you colonize it. We'll see how well you do. Yeah, yeah. If you survive, we'll come visit you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It'll be the Martian Hunger Games for Republicans. <laughs> yes. I'm down. Okay. Yeah. Um, somebody wants to make that into a book or a TV show or a movie or a webcomic. Well, um, it's kind I, just of let a... us know. Send us to us right. an email. Well, have you ever read Red Mars? No. It's a three-series book. Okay. So I haven't actually finished all of Red Mars yet. Okay. Um, it's like... I'm on, like, 391 page pages, and um only 70% through the book okay. on my Kindle. Oh, wow, okay. And that's book one, so it's... Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a very so intense it's a, book. So it's an epic. Yeah, yeah, it's an yeah. epic story of sorts. And it's about um, a colonization of Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, with It first starts with, like, the first hundred, and they originally were in Antarctica doing research and very closed off from society, so they kind of tested a lot of... Yep. Things that they were doing. Um, and th- this all takes place in the future in this book. Um, but not far in the future, though. No, because we're getting close. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't remember what year they... I don't remember if it even said a year, but it's not, like, a thousand years. Right. You know, maybe 50, 100, 200, something like that. Sure, sure. Um, so they send this 100 scientists, and they have, you know, um, environmental scientists, they have physicists, they have um, uh, engineers, everything like that, right? Yep. Because they're going to build a society. And... Um, as you're getting through the book, it starts off, like, one of the main characters just dies. Like, oh, okay. right off the bat. Okay. And so you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it backtracks, and it kind of starts from the ground up. Of sure. Them getting oh, okay, there. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a flash forward, flash yeah. backwards. Um, yep, yep. And then you catch up, and basic at the end of the day, right now, kind of where I'm at with the book, is that... Uh, People kept buying in, countries kept buying in to join this, almost like a UN sure. that sponsored this. Okay. So every country that puts in money can send people up. Okay. So sure. first it was the Americans and the Russians. Of course. Um, and the, I, and the Chinese. And yeah, I think it was the Chinese and Japanese. So it was like the major 
major players. Yeah. Yep. They were sending people up first. Um, and then after that, everyone was buying in, right? So it keeps growing and growing at this point. Um, they've been there for like 20 years. But now um, this kind of UN group um, is trying to push out all the smaller countries. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound familiar. No, no, um, not at all. And then on top of that, they're trying to basically build capitalism into this Mars colony. Of course. Yeah. So the purpose of the Mars colony was that, you know, they're just creating another world. Because Earth at this point in the book, which isn't a lot of it, like Elysium, which is a book and movie. Yep. That was about the world getting so hot and there's no resources. It's fairly similar at this point. Yep. Um, so... You know, they're trying to send people up and then take over, so they have all, like, the power, and then um, the major companies on Earth are putting all this money into changing the treaty, and they're trying, and then the Martians people, yeah. at this point, are yep. trying to rise up against this. So it's kind of, it's pretty cool. Okay. It's pretty intense. Um, but it's so realistic to what would probably happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. I, it was interesting this weekend. So this week also I was at a conference um, for work with a few coworkers. Super fun. It's always a good time <laughs> to get drunk at night with your coworkers. Sure. Um, well, at least the coworkers that we were with. It was fun. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, so, so when we got back one night, um, my, the coworker that we were sharing a hotel room, we, just, we were a little tipsy at this point. So it just made us emotional. <laughs> you know? Okay. We're like, well, let's talk about all the world problems. <laughs> but we kind of started talking about capitalism and, and how much it's just ruined society. Like, I'm not a communist, but, like, they have a point. <laughs> they have some points that could be socialism, at least, maybe. Okay. More than communism. But it's just... I don't think people realize how much communism is damaging people's thought processes. You mean capitalism? What did I say? Communism. Communism. Wow. See, I'm I'm tired. It's at that conference all week. <laughs> well, <laughs> None of mean, And then you drove how many hours to get back here? Yeah, that was fun. Um, and I still have an hour to drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry. Capitalism. <laughs> Although some would argue communism. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Americans would argue communism. Trump would. Um, oh, yeah. But, Wait, well, would he? Well, yeah, because he just wants to find, like, a reason to hate, like, I mean, the Russians. Even though they're not communism now, but... I mean, with all the ties to Russia... Yeah. Would he? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um... Yeah, so, and it was actually interesting, I was reading an article, and this kind of all ties into capitalism at the end of the day, um, as does most things. So, Marine Le Pen, have you heard about her? No. Okay, so, right now it's going on in the world. So, there, obviously, there was the American election, Yep. and Trump won, now he's the P word, um, <laughs> and it was a huge shock, and then Brexit happened. Well, that happened first. Oh, that's right. That happened first, then the election. Yeah. Um, so it's just been this tipping point of, you know, first world major players and everything just doing a 180. Yeah. Um, now, um, in the recent weeks, there's been a French election for president. Um, and they're the two people that came out on top for the next final voting um, was 
one man that's pretty fairly progressive. He's a good candidate. Can't say his name, so I won't attempt it. Okay, <laughs> fair And then there is Marie Le Pen, which thankfully has a very easy name, so I can describe her evilness as well. Okay. Um, so she is, her rhetoric is fairly similar to Trump's. And honestly, some of the Brexit people, right? They're yeah. very against immigration, yeah. that, you know, refugees are the devil and they're causing all the problems, even though refugees and immigrants really are taking all the hard labor jobs that you fucking white people don't want to do. Right. Right? Like, let's be real. Yeah. Um, so Marie Le Pen has this platform that is, you know, we need to stand up against refugees. They're terrible. And I speak for the people and all this stuff. Right. <laughs> there was an article about, wait, let's backtrack Marie Le Pen's history. Mm. Her family, quote unquote, is a rags to riches. They're, um, they were given this huge estate in France by, you know, this like wealthy aristocrat, French aristocrat, because they wanted to start another monarchy, more or less. So they were like, oh, you're going to build this back up. Um, And he, so he gave them, you know, this huge mansion, and they came into all this wealth. And there's pictures of her with, you know, all these huge, you know, one percenters in the world, like the huge cabal that is supposedly, that runs the world. Um, And then, you know, she, she met with um, Lombardi in, uh, in New York City mm-hmm. at Trump Tower, ironically. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. And for people that don't know, Lombardi is an Italian guy who has a shit ton of money. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm sure someone would argue he's a good guy, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so, she, you know, she's meeting with people of just immense wealth, but then claiming to, again, be against them. That sounds familiar. Very. Yeah. Very familiar. She has a very similar drain-the-swamp attitude, Mm. Um, but yet that's exactly where she comes from in her background. And only, she met with Lombardi, so there was a picture of them meeting at Trump Tower, and it was only, like, two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, you don't... That's a quick time for a 180 on that. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she's, she's a crazy bitch, (laughs) for lack of better terms. Um, and so she's gaining a lot of, uh, movement with so many people that are afraid of different, you know, different looking people, different colored people. At the end of the day, that's what it is. People are afraid of different. Um, and, and I just believe, you know, she probably has these views because, whoever's investing in her platform has those views views. because the 1% doesn't like people challenging them. Um, so I mean, people are thinking she's going to get defeated and all will be well, but that's what they thought about Hillary Clinton. And you know, then we saw how that turned out. So, um, it would, I mean, it would be fairly dramatic of a change in major, major world politics if she got elected. Because at that point, you have people in power. You have Theresa May as prime minister, right? Um, you have P-word Trump. <laughs> Still won't say it. And then you could theoretically have Marie Le Pen as the French president. I mean, three major world powers yeah. that are just so anti 
Everything. Everything that's not white. <laughs> that's not capitalism. Um, I mean, that's fairly terrorist. You know, people talk about the cabal. Like, yeah. If you ever watched The Blacklist, <laughs> that's basically what that's based on. Yep. It's a great show, by the way. Yeah. Uh, at least the first two seasons. Then it kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, it just amazes me. You know, people write these things and people, oh, this is all theory, you know, like, like The Blacklist or Veep, you know, on HBO. Like, oh, this stuff doesn't really happen. No, it fucking does. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't just come out of thin air. <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't know. But there was actually, I saw on um, Facebook, there was, well, you know, from a news site, they, um, the Texas legislature just passed another bill. <laughs> they love to do. Okay. <laughs> they don't take breaks like Congress. <laughs> okay. Uh, they just like taking people's rights away every day. Um, and I lived in Texas, don't go wrong. There are a lot of great people in Texas. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can say that about any state, really. Right. I mean, like Beto O'Rourke was um, a representative from El Paso, and he's fought a lot for, um, against the wall and stuff like that, because he's done a lot of, almost like PR, for like the El Paso Juarez connection, and how those two cities thrive completely off of each other. Yep. You know, like, I mean, murder is down in Juarez from 15 years ago, so dramatically. I mean, all of my friends in college would go over, come back, you know, go drinking, da-da-da. You're totally fine. Yeah. Like... So, you know, and he's actually going to challenge Cruz in the good. next election. Good. Great. So there are good people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there's a lot of shitty Republicans there, <laughs> just like Congress. So um, they just passed a bill, unfortunately, that made it easier for people to report illegal immigrants. So uh, I, I didn't read the details of the bill, but it's more or less likely that you don't need as much actual evidence, oh. I would assume. Um, Great. Yeah. I don't like this person. They're an illegal immigrant. Right. Like, or they're brown and they probably, and they, you know, do manual labor. They're probably in the Sure. Right. Whatever it is. Uh, Whatever their thought process is. Um, So, yeah. So that was really unfortunate. And actually, um, a legislature uh, man, that he's a Japanese-American immigrant. His parents were immigrants Mm -hmm. to the U.S. And now he's uh, in the state, the Texas legislature. Um, and I watched this video, and he goes up, and he, he starts crying. He's, well, he didn't just start crying, bawling his eyes out. You know, he's very emotional. And he starts, he was there to oppose this bill to be passed. And he basically said, very eloquently, so I unfortunately will not do it as well as he, but he was saying about how his people, Japanese Americans, were put into internment camps yep. in World War II. Yep. Um, and... That at the same time, even though Nazi Germany was happening, we weren't putting all the German Americans in internment camps. Sure. And I, at the same, as, as obvious as that is, yeah. I've never really, like, thought, thought about it. That way, yeah. Right. But it's so true. Yep. And it's because they don't look different. Right. I mean, I'm German. Blue-eyed, like, my, my family came from Germany. Half of my family were, like, Pennsylvania Dutch. Like, they weren't Nazis, but, right. you know, but still, like, they could have been targeted just because they were German. Sure. But they weren't because they had light skin, a lot of blue eyes, <laughs> fairly Aryan-looking. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it was, it was very sad to see that, and that's basically what's happening right now, overall. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're fucking everybody all at once. So. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, we've been going on for over an hour at this point. Oh, wow. Wow, I can go on. Yeah. yeah. These are issues, though, that I think anyone could go on for a long, long time about. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. But I think both of us need to get home. So. Yes. Uh, ready to wrap up? I'm ready. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have interesting news items that you'd like us to consider for future podcasts, you can email us at workweekwrapup at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at workweekwrap underscore up. That's two in a row. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> also, subscribing to our podcast will help more people find us, so please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And here's to truly hoping <laughs> that next week is better than the last. I don't think it can be worse than this one, so hopefully. Oh, well, North Korea. That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.